Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This week, I'm going to cut right to the chase. I have a question burning so hotly inside that I need to get it out. I need to tease and work out an answer on this topic that is of such importance, the very notion of Ireland as a nation may well depend on answering it. The question is, can you fit the entire population into a pub at one time? Join me on this voyage of discovery. Welcome to Pubman, a podcast about the culture, history and heritage of pubs at home and abroad. I'm taking a bit of a diversion this week away from the more serious and historical topics to do a bit of maths. I'll cut to the chase and spare you the meandering preamble. I want to know if it's possible to fit every person in Ireland into a pub at the same time. And if you're listening to this, you want to know this information too. Therefore, it's a question worth asking. What will be achieved by determining whether this feat is indeed possible? Oh, just the matter of national pride, settling pub conversations of the future in advance, or reflecting on a deep sense of loss of what could have been had all the pubs of old still been open. In 1906, the All-Ireland and All-Ireland figure for the total number of pubs was 12,000. The current total is... Well, I'll leave you in a few moments of suspense for that, but suffice to say, we've lost a few good pubs since those days. But at the same time, we've picked up a few other premises along the way. More on that, too, later. So what exactly do we mean by the population of Ireland? Well, for the purposes of this podcast, I'm going to stick to the 26 counties of Ireland, as I just don't have the statistics, information, and know-how to calculate in the other six counties. Maybe in a few years, when and if the situation has changed, 
we'll revisit it. So that's the geographical area sorted. What even is the population of Ireland? Well, I'd heard a few months ago that we'd passed the 5 million mark on the first occasion since, I think, the famine times. 5 million is a fair old figure to fit into a pub. But we're concerned with accuracy here, so let's get some official figures and refine those down a bit more. Luckily, we had a census in Ireland not too long ago, and that gave us a resident total population of 5,149,139 people, to be exact. So, do we need to find a spot in the pub for each of these people? Well, not exactly, because we're concerned with fitting everyone in who can have a drop to drink. So let's imagine this evening or collective time at the pub is perhaps after the witching hour of 9pm, or maybe we concur that in order to take on this fictional task, all pubs would temporarily only allow adults in. So we're looking for the total population of drinking age. In Ireland, that means 18 or over. That information surprisingly isn't readily available, so I had to do a few calculations and spreadsheeting and column summing to arrive at the figure, drumroll please, of 3,930,572. Okay, so how does that sound? Can we fit 3,930,572 people into all of the pubs of Ireland? If you were to guess offhand before I start doing any calculations, does it sound plausible? Every adult in Ireland the same type of venue all at once. I'm sure a lot of you are thinking about the bigger pubs that you've been in, and yes, they're pretty big, and their capacity would indeed seem impressive, but there's also the smaller pubs that would drag the average down a bit. Now I'm going to try to do some calculations on hard data, collected from the Central Statistics Office, Revenue, and the Vintners Federation of Ireland, but you'll forgive me if this sounds like back-of-a-napkin calculations. Let's begin our investigation first with how many pubs we're talking about in Ireland. Anyway, we'll get to their size in a while. There's a few ways of going about this. First, you can delve into the publicly available liquor license register from the Revenue website. In this spreadsheet is a list of every pub, off-license, restaurant, dog track, aerodrome and whatever license to sell alcohol in the state. From here, you can separate and count every place with an ordinary seven-day pub license. Then, of course, we must ask, what are we defining as a pub? Well, there's lots of businesses out there operating with a license to sell alcohol and for it to be consumed on that same premises. But for the sake of argument, let's just stick with pub pubs, with the regular pub license and work our way outwards as necessary to see how many other venues we would need to fit everybody in. So the best way of finding how many pubs there are in Ireland is from, as we said, Revenues Liquor Licence Register. I could go through that with a fine-tooth comb and try to collate the various updates to the register that happen over the course of a year, but luckily there was a report published in 2017 by the Drinks Industry Group of Ireland that gives a breakdown by county, the numbers of pubs, jobs created by industry, and so on. This report is recent enough, I feel, to give a reasonably accurate idea of how many pubs there are. The total number of public houses in Ireland at that time was 7,193, with a multi-billion euro contribution to the economy. That's a fair amount of pubs. 
but is it enough? You might be assuming that Dublin has the lion's share of these pubs, but in fact, Dublin has a much poorer pub-to-person ratio, despite being the most populous county and city in the country. Dublin apparently has roughly 772 pubs for its population of 1.2 odd million people, whereas Cork, which has a much smaller population of nearly half of that of Dublin, has more pubs, totalling at 955. Who indeed is the real capital? Or the real pub capital? Okay, so those are all impressive figures, but what does it mean in the breakdown for fitting all of the adults through these doors? How on earth do you figure out how much one pub could hold, never mind make an average for 7,193? Well, we're going to make a stab at it. And if you can make a better and more accurate go of it, we'll give you the email address to send it to at the end. When pubs were initially reopening following one of the first COVID lockdowns, they were given criteria to follow in order to open. Everyone on the premises was to be seated and these tables had to be spaced out a certain amount. Following the publishing of these criteria, the Vintners Federation of Ireland sought to inform their membership with information on what this might mean for their premises and how on average it would affect the capacity of each pub. So, luckily for us, they put together a floor plan for an approximation of what they would consider the average or mean size of a pub by floor space. The report suggested that 140 metres squared for the public area of a bar or restaurant could be considered a reasonable average. They also have done calculations on how many people you could fit into that space as dictated by fire safety regulations. You can fit two people per square metre standing, meaning that your average pub would have an indoor capacity of 280 people. But can you trust that this will indeed average out across the whole country? Think of the smallest pub you've ever been in. For the purposes of this example, let's go to the extreme of the Dawson Lounge on Dawson Street, Dublin, which is supposedly the smallest pub in Ireland. The most charitable estimates of how many people you could fit into a pub like this would be 50 or so people. Surely that would drag down the national average. Possibly. But I would contend that the mega bars at the higher end of the scale would outweigh the dragging effect of these small pubs. Think of pubs like Searson's on Baggett Street or its neighbour, the Waterloo. Capacity of pubs like these are into the high hundreds, surely, bringing up this 280 average. Also, I should point out that in our final calculations, we're not going to be taking into account seating space. We'll be treating this like a Temple Bar pub on St. Patrick's Day. We're taking the seats totally out of the equation, putting them into storage and freeing up as much space as possible. A Drinks Industry Ireland report from 2004 suggests that 20% of all pubs in Ireland go well beyond this figure from the VFI's calculations of square meterage, which brings up the average significantly. We're going to say on average that each pub would reasonably hold 350 people, even if they're a bit squished. So what does that total to? By our figures, that makes space for 2,517,550 people. So roughly, that's 2.5 million spaces we've calculated for these pubs. So far, we're not done yet. Not by a stretch. I know we're all picturing in our mind's eye a particular pub and trying to recall a time when it was really packed. I keep coming back to the Swan Bar on Anger Street. How many could they fit on a really busy day?
packed to the rafters. Well, there's not just the inside of the bar, they also have tables outside where they're legally allowed to serve people. And they're not alone in this feature. Think of all the other pubs who have expanded capacity in the form of a beer garden. In 2004, 25% of pubs had beer gardens. Remember, this wasn't too long after the smoking ban. By 2009, 44% of all pubs had beer gardens. I don't think it would be a stretch to round this figure up to 50% for the present day. Now, there's an expanded capacity for half of all the pubs in the country. But how to calculate the capacities? Think of all the huge suburban pubs with large covered areas. Think of the ever-expanding back of Toner's Pub on Baggett Street. Think of the rural seaside pubs with picnic tables and green spaces, all where you can stand and legally consume a pint, technically within the confines of that pub. Some pub beer gardens are small areas where you can have a smoke and some double, triple or even quadruple the capacity of a venue. So let's say that 50% of all pubs have a beer garden or some kind or another and let's be conservative and say that these beer gardens on average would hold 25% of their total indoor capacity. That gives us a further figure of 314,693. Add that onto our earlier figure and we've got 2,832,243. We're inching closer now. We can't be too strict in our analysis of what is or isn't a pub. Many of the country's favourite pubs didn't get a licence well into their maturity of their tenure, and if we were to go only by the ordinary seven-day publicans' licences, we'd be discounting a whole host of venues where people drink just as they do in regularly licensed pubs. Can you think of one huge cohort of places to drink that might be missing from our list? Connected to the biggest volunteer organisation in the country, that permeates every county, city, town, village and hamlet in the country. I'm talking, of course, about GAA clubs. There's a whole host of clubs up and down the country who have fine clubhouses with sports hall, gyms, and above nearly every one of them is a club bar. These usually aren't small either. They have to be up to holding celebrations for teams of all ages and sizes and large gatherings, so I think it would be fair to give them parity with pubs in terms of capacity on the average. But how many of them are there? We've seen reports of up to 900 club bar licences in Ireland. Now that would include clubs of all kinds, including the GAA, tennis clubs, bulls, bars, working men's clubs, right up to the Freemasons Hall private bar. That gives us an additional figure of 315,000 more spaces for adults to fit on this glorious fictional night of excess. We're still a bit short, but we're far from licked yet. There's still nightclubs to be considered. Many of those places are huge, with capacities that far outstrip your average pub. The capacity for Copperface Jacks is apparently up to 2,300 people. Now, the state of Ireland's nightclub scene is not as healthy as it once was. We now only have around one-fifth as many clubs as there were in the year 2000, but there's still enough to hold a good few thousand more people and further boost our numbers. The reports are that there's 95 nightclubs in Ireland. Let's say that there's a 700-person capacity on average for all of these, and that'll give us another 66,500. Now, I promise that very soon I'll stop firing numbers at you, but let's take a look at the state of play. So we needed to find a space for an adult population 
of 3,930,572. Okay, let me do a bit of totting up here. So we've got the 13 there, the 4, 6, let's do that, 2, to carry that 1, multiply that by 3, 3, 4, and then a 6. And a, okay, 3 million. Uh, 213,743. We're shy a few hundred thousand. That's a shame. That's a pity. I thought we were, as a nation, going to get over the line. But it looks like it's sadly just not in our futures. I thought we were special, but... Well, anyway, I'll get back to, to what I was doing and... Wait. Hold on a second. I think... I think I've just had a brainstorm. What if there were a few places still left? More than a few. Big places. Really big places where people gather together for big events, where there's a bar, where the whole big room is based around the bar, and it's all part of a licensed premises, and there are often multiple rooms. And crucially, people still go there primarily to drink. I mean, the invites usually have something about a meal on them, but that's usually as sustenance to keep yourself going. And their places are accustomed to removing all the furniture to free up a bit of space, so they won't mind being considered part of this experiment. I'm talking about hotels, hotel bars, and the various venues within hotels. Not a pub, I hear you say. Well, my friends, ye of little faith. If you were to consult Revenue's Liquor Licence Register... And yes, this is the same register I earlier told you to discount when it came to deciphering what was and wasn't a pub, but that was when it didn't suit my purposes. Now, if you were to consult that very register, you would see that the license granted to hotel buyers is called the Publican's Ordinary Hotel License. Publican's Ordinary Hotel License. How many people would you say you could pack into all the bars and venue rooms with bars? I would say... 800 wouldn't be a bad figure for an average. And how many hotels are there with bars in Ireland? That would be the princely number of 900. So let's go back to the drawing board and do some more calculations. The total space available to us in the hotels and their bars would amount to a total of 720,000 spaces. That would make our grand total of... 3,933,743 spaces. Ladies and gentlemen, I can say with some degree of confidence that you can indeed fit the entire adult population of Ireland into a pub at one time. And you might have a bit of change left over too. Take into account also that this doesn't include anywhere with a restaurant license, it doesn't include the 51,000 people that can fit into the Aviva Stadium and get served a drink in one of the many bars there, or indeed any of the stadiums in Ireland. The bars within airports, and God bless them, the she-beans still existing under the cover of darkness in pockets around the country. If you were to manage to fit the population in, in such a manner, surely you'd want to buy them all a drink. Of course, and naturally, it should be subsidised by the government. If you're to buy each of these people a pint of stout at a national average price of €5.62, it would cost the Exchequer €22,089,814.64. Money well spent, I'd imagine. Would that be the biggest round of all time? 
While going through all these facts and figures, it's startling how many pubs have closed, even in the last 10 years. The figures for pubs were over 8,000 not so long ago, and you probably wouldn't have to go too far back where you could fit the population, smaller though it was, into only the regular pubs possibly without needing the clubs, nightclubs, hotels, and so on. But I'm all calculated out for one day. So the next time somebody, if ever, scratches their chin in a pub and asks, could everyone in Ireland fit in a pub? You can look them square in the eye and say, yes, maybe, sort of, possibly, defo. Thanks for listening to this speculative episode of the Publin Podcast. If it's your first time tuning in, you're very welcome. Most of the time, I'm doing stories about the history of pubs and strange and fun stories relating to them. But when the idea struck me for this one, I just had to get to the bottom of it. If you have more of a head on you for sums than I do, and a love of stats, you might consider delving a bit deeper to see if you can get some more accurate figures and estimations than me. There's certainly a decent amount of detail there if you do go digging. If you do, or if you have a few opinions on the episode, the idea, or the methodology, give me a shout via email. I'm John Geraghty, and the email for the podcast is publinie at gmail.com. Maybe on the back of this we can convince Vulture Ireland to organise The Gathering, Mark II, where we all just fill up the pubs as a big marketing exercise. Actually, one last thought. At what point in the history of Ireland were the pubs most full, or most filled to their capacity? I'd go for Ireland versus England in Italia 90. Or maybe we had more money in our pockets when we played Spain in the 2002 World Cup. Speculations are welcome. So all that's left to say is keep counting those pubs in your sleep. Thanks for listening, and as always, slauncha. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 